Good morning. Good morning. Welcome like to. I haven't seen him forever. Uh, it's been a long time. Welcome to breakfast with Sis. I feel like I should reintroduce myself. <laughs> I am Sis, aka Allie. I'm Dad. Aka Tony. It has been. We took we took a week off because we were in different parts of the country. Not planned. You like called me and were like, "Hey, weren't we supposed to record, record a, a podcast, podcast before you left?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh no." Yeah, pretty much. We have a wonderful guest today, though. I'm so excited. I am. Look at that little baby. That little baby's grown up so much. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What? Oh, my gosh. Walking and talking, our little baby. We have seen that little baby from... The womb. From the womb. Oh, I love that. Yes. She was pregnant. They come every Saturday. I know it. They've been away, probably, because we haven't seen them in a while. I know. But we have seen that baby grow every Saturday. It's been the coolest, coolest thing. So thing. I know it. I know so it. Well, like she was pregnant. Okay. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> this is Leanne Sherman, Sherman with all the like. Your last name is the worst name for dyslexic people because it has so many extra letters. And but I if you <laughs> just put a lot of M's in it, you're going to get close. Yeah. Yeah. I usually tell people spell it however you want. It just rhymes with Herman. Remember that. Sherman rhymes with Herman. There you go. I love that. I'm shocked that my kids know how to spell it. And I think it's all because my husband had to learn a song when he was little. And now <gasps> they learned a song. That's I'm not going to sing cute. it. <laughs> <laughs> to the Mickey Mouse Club. To the tune uh, of the Mickey uh, Mouse Club. <laughs> okay. That's kind of cool. All <laughs> right. So the... Oh, I have to fix my hair. Uh, my daughter worries <laughs> about my hair. It is a podcast. I know, Nobody but you're like, oh, you didn't tell, tell me my hair was messed up. You well, didn't put any gel falling. in it or It's anything. because it's falling out. Normally, I have a cap on this morning. All right, so how did the two of you you're guys also meet? very colorful, y'all. I know. He it. looks like an Easter egg. I know it. <laughs> I do feel a little summery this morning. So it's Memorial summery. Day weekend. It is. Summer. Yeah, so you're it's supposed to wear like red and blue, not pink. And green and navy and yellow. It's the last day of spring. It's the first day so of summer. Yeah. Where it's would it colorful. Be All it's those colorful. rules go away. I right? have declared <laughs> it to be a no sock weekend. Oh. So <laughs> I even have no in socks our dinner. You have socks on? No, no socks on at the table. It's a no sock weekend. <laughs> the whole weekend, I am not wearing socks the whole weekend. We're going out to a fancy <laughs> dinner tonight. No, no socks. socks. You can it's do that. Fa- it's fashionable. Yes. It is. Okay. It's fashionable. Well, it is. Right. <laughs> How the two of you wild people meet? So I went to Alt Summit. People, podcasters have probably heard my experience of Alt. Um, the first year, I didn't like it. It was horrible. You didn't but like Alt Summit first year? No, I hated it. Um, so I didn't think I would go back. But that. So I met Leanne the first time. At Alt, she was like the friendly face. When I walked into the room, I was like, oh, I know her. But I really didn't know her. But <laughs> she, she has one of those faces you that when you walk, walk into a room her. and be I like, totally oh, agree. I know her. Oh, that's so nice. It's, the, it's so see, nice. that's how I felt about you because I introduced myself to Allie. I was like, oh, I know Allie. I'm going to say hi. <laughs> we're both from Dallas. And you were yeah. super kind. Oh, hey, I'm so And glad. like you, were, you really wanted to know people who introduced themselves to you. You didn't just say like, oh, nice to meet you. You, like, asked questions, and so then when we saw each other the next year, it was mm-hmm. like, oh, hey. I, and I had no <laughs> idea that you were going the next year. I didn't know I was going the next year. That's what I was going to say is I didn't know until, like, two weeks before, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm going. Okay. Yeah. That's so And awesome. when I saw I was like, oh, I know you. <laughs> so Not only do you have a cool great. last name, but you have a cool first name, too, because it's spelled slightly different. You could spell you could spell in like a multiple different ways, but yours is the and longest it's not syllable. It's just all one. <laughs> it's great. I it's love a it. lot of letters. Yeah. No, so it's again, really awesome. It's so it ironic that I'm a reading specialist. But my mom. What's your middle name? Elizabeth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so many letters. Oh my so gosh. many. Um, well, wait a minute. You may actually tap out all of them. Uh huh. Depending maybe, on how maybe, you spell Elizabeth. Maybe. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm get, like, are there different spellings? You get extra credit for M's. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. You no, my mom grew there up too? with a small name or like a short name. She yeah. said, and she said, I just really, really wanted longer names for my kids. What's um, your maiden name? Crouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I've got to get rid of that. So I probably, if I had a different maiden name, I might have kept it when I got married. But I was like, oh, I've got to get rid of that. And I thought anything would be better, but the spelling of Sherman is so difficult that now sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I should just go back. Well, to there's Crouch. only one M. But <laughs> well, when you two met M's. your I'm when you met your husband, he's like, that yeah, is a it's hard one to spell. Uh, what's your husband's name? Adam. So it's like, yeah, Adam <laughs> Sherman. So you just think like, 
oh, it's great. And then probably when you saw it on paper, you're like, what Whoa, is exactly. this? I was like, oh, Sherman, that's a cute last name. That's yeah. so much better than Crouch. And then One, two, I was three, like, wait, four, wait, 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 wait. Five, six, seven, eight, Hold nine, on. 10, 11, 12, <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And how do you spell Elizabeth? E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H. 28 letters. 28. <laughs> yes. Oh. Oh, it's, it's terrible. No, did you but give no, your daughter. <laughs> you're destined to be a reading special. Exactly. Did you give your daughters long names? Short names. Oh, okay. Very short names. Yes. So, yeah. Like they'll, they'll probably grow up and say, oh, I just wanted a long name. And they'll, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah. I love it. Right. You know, you so always awesome. want what you do. Well, have, Allie so, has yeah. multiple names. And so, <laughs> I, don't know what's, I don't know what's worse. It's Tony, Allison, Bridwell, Koch. But then it was Allison was Allie, uh-huh. and then it was Sis, yeah. and then now it's back to Tony, but now it's Allie. Yeah. So oh, my goodness. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. Love the hardest switch to go from, like, so it wasn't a hard switch to go from Allison to Tony. Okay. Um, all the guys, like, figured out that my real name was Tony, so they're like, I'm going to call you Tony for now on, and then it, that's just ridiculous. Um, <laughs> and then it, obviously in college, I'm not going to be like, um, actually, it's Allison. Right. So I'm just like, whatever, just going to roll with it. So you so grew up going by Tony, or you grew up no, going by No, I grew up Allie. going by Allie. Okay. Because he's Tony. Right. So that's just too... Too, too con- many Tonys in a too, family. Yeah. That's just too <laughs> Somebody got yelled at, right? Yeah. Right. So... <laughs> You're like, oh, wait, is it me <laughs> or her? That's yeah. exactly right. Too many Tonys here. Yeah. So switching back to Allie mm-hmm. was so hard. Like, I tried so many Instagram posts and so many, like, <laughs> Facebook posts, like, hey, y'all, my name's Allie, yep, I'm gonna go by Allie, and they're, like, all my friends are, like, no, you're always gonna be Tony, I was, like, no, I'm Allie, so when I started my business, I'm, like, this is Allie K, and so then they really started being, like, once my business started picking but up, you know, they're, like, okay, you're, you're Allie, Allie K. Yeah. but you're you Allie know K. when somebody met her for the first time, by what yeah. they secretly still call her. Yeah, if right. so, there's still people that still call me Tony. What or Tony. And they're like, yeah. and they're like, who's Tony? I was like, it's me. It's me. <laughs> I don't want to explain it. I don't, I'm Allie K now. But when I'm like, I'm named after my dad. He's Tony Allen. I'm Tony Allison. They're like, oh, oh my gosh. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah, but I've been in therapy for 10 years because I don't know my name. So <laughs> just move on from that. I know it. What do you, what do you do? What do you do for your day job? So I'm a reading specialist here in Dallas. Which means what? I know. That's what people always ask. Like, do you get paid to read? Or Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I wish. That'd be great. Um, so I would love that. I, I work know. with parents to help, their, to help them understand their child's literacy needs um, in order to help children feel confident in their reading. So I strongly believe that all kids... I so kids, needed you growing up. Oh. <laughs> so I strongly believe that all kids can feel confident and in their learning or in their reading, even if they're not at their final destination. Yeah. So if they're on their way... You know, they might not feel confident right now, but maybe the way in which we communicate with them and the sorts of activities that we provide for them in their in their reading remediation. You I'm know, your biggest fan right now. Oh, good. You know why? <laughs> because I do not believe people are reading as much as they should. Mm-hmm. I think they're... You're reading Instagram. No, I think right. they're looking. I don't think they're reading. Right. I think they're looking, and I think they're scanning. I am your biggest fan. Oh, good. This is this is really awesome. Now, having grown up with a learning different style mm-hmm. and passing it on to my children, mm-hmm. um, reading was always a struggle for me. Right. Um, I hated it. Yeah. Until I figured out how to do it. Right. And now I can't get enough of it. Oh, good. Do you and skim? when did you? Do I skim? No. When did you start to feel more confident in your reading? Like how old were you? Thirty. Okay. I can't skim either. It's not scary. I just want more kids. I don't want. I don't want kids to go through like all of school not feeling great. You yeah. Know? Oh, I went well, all through I'm, school not feeling. They great. didn't. Um, they didn't diagnose my dyslexia until I was a senior in mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. my last semester in high school. And in the early '80s, it wasn't something. Right. You know that we really understood. Right. And so when I went into college, I was just the slow kid. Mm-hmm. I went to study law, but pff, I looked at the syllabus and couldn't even read the syllabus mm-hmm. right so i went into architecture which was more visual Drawing, right yeah is much more visual mm-hmm. um but and i've talked about this on on the podcast before it wasn't until i came across a book on tape right right and a zig ziglar book on cassette tape which kind of dates me a little bit 
that I was actually able to listen to a story and then ultimately follow along by listening to that story. And I was able to kind of train myself as to, you know, what was going on. Because mm-hmm. it would take me, I would reread a sentence, I don't know, 10 times mm-hmm. to try to get something right. out of that sentence. Right. And it was just, <clears throat> it was horrible. Now I can't, I, I mean, I think last year, I think last year I consumed 18 books last year. That's awesome. Yeah, one of them was. How many were on tape? All of them. And so I do two things when I get a book. I get it on Kindle and I get it on Audible. Audible, yeah. And then I will listen to it and then also go along Follow with along. it. Follow yeah. along. And that's like exactly what we tell kids to do now. Like yeah. this is not cheating. The yeah. entire purpose of reading is to understand what you're reading. Right, yeah. right. So right. If, you, if we can just help you understand it, you don't need to focus so much on sounding out all the words. I mean, if we catch you at a younger age, then yes, we're going to teach you. Yeah how to read more proficiently so you can do both. I love that. But the whole point is comprehending. So if you get to understand a book in whatever way you understand it, then we are super happy for you, and you should be happy <laughs> with I, that, yes. right? Um, so, yeah, so my small business here is Written and Bound. And, um, so what is that? What is what? Written what, and Bound? What is Written and Bound? Um, yeah. Well, I do a couple of different things. It's been a slow process for me to figure out, but in the last Dude, year... A little closer. A little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> So I've been working in a school part-time. Um, I'm leaving that job now and just focusing on written and bound this year so good and for you yeah, is that scary it is scary good oh, yeah but it's fun okay, i think excellent. it's fun i'm excited okay so i've done a couple of parent workshops in the past year just kind of helping parents understand how to understand your child's literacy skills you know what to ask teachers what to ask your pediatrician like you said you know how to ask your doctor or your teacher like is this dyslexia is this something else right, um, right. who do i go to to figure this out and then also I started doing some kids workshops because sometimes I'm the bad guy. Like sometimes I'm the reading remediation teacher that mm. I don't want to be. And I was like, I want, I want to incorporate art into yeah, reading. It. So, and that's, I mean, that's really what we tell them to be doing anyway is to learn spelling and letters and reading through tactile materials. But then so many of the programs don't really allow that, right? Because there's just so much to do and so little time. And so right. I've been doing some art-based workshops. I did one at Oil and Cotton and one out of my house. And then I just finished, finally, this online course for parents called Growing Confident Readers so that uh, they can access the information online and sort of so say, awesome. Thanks. Okay, so Thanks. on your Instagram, yes. you talk about five ways to cultivate confidence. Come yes. on, talk to me. Okay, okay. Um, this is so, so I think <laughs> good. So I'm sure, I mean, I've listened to your podcast and I feel like you probably did a ton of this and are doing a ton of this in your parenting, but um, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, no, for sure. I mean, I'm confident. Yeah, I know you're confident, but I don't know if I did. It, if I did, it was by accident. I doubt that, okay. but I think I think helping kids understand a growth mindset, like rather than just thinking. Um, so, are you familiar with that book or that term, growth mindset? Absolutely. From, yeah. Yeah. So, helping kids understand, you know, you're not born smart or not smart. You are born with gifts and. Um, you just have to figure out how you learn best. So I wasn't really I that. the most confident learner as a kid. Um, really? Yeah, no. <laughs> Seriously? Okay, so I think now I just, that's inspirational because so you are yeah. so smart. Well, I don't know about that. I just like to read. I like to consume a lot of information. Yeah. But I also, like, I do it through Audible. You know, I, I'm okay. always listening through Audible. Yes. And, um, so I don't, don't have time right. for anything else. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, if I get an actual book out, I'm just so tired right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um so anyway, I do think, um, you know, I went on to get the degrees that I wanted and that I was interested in. and That's some pretty cool schools, too, by the way. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I think, oh. I think I, in retrospect, like I probably wanted to prove it to myself or something. Like yeah. to, to be a social worker and a teacher, I didn't need to go to those Ivy League schools, but yeah. I did because I wanted to. And, um, and so, like... I don't know. I guess it was just important to me at the time. And Good for you. So, yeah. No, it's way of, uh, some, and uh, we've teased it. We might as well tell everybody. You went to Columbia, which is one of the coolest schools on the planet, located <laughs> in one of the coolest places on the planet, on the Upper West Side of New York City. And then P, uh, Pennsylvania. Now, is that considered part of the Wharton School? Um, it, no, I yeah. laugh actually because it's right next to the Wharton okay, School and it's okay. social policy. So it's a small little building and right next to the It's probably run huge down and old. Yeah, and exactly. The Wharton School is like exactly. this billion dollar <laughs> shrine that they Right built. next door, just yeah, yeah. towering over it. I know. It. Where um, Adam Grant holds court every single day at oh the goodness. Wharton School. I know. That's a great, it's a great organization. But those were, yeah, those were experiences that I just can't replace. I learned so much in those programs. I, yeah. think, I think, particularly in social work, I learned so much about 
just like who I am in the world now and being a parent. And all, I feel like everything I learned in that program, I'm relearning all the time. So Isn't that cool, though? Yeah. And I don't think I would have gone. Um, I, I, I think we were talking about, like, I wanted I wanted a ticket out of Texas for some yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I just needed to go. Yeah, because you grew up here. Yes, I yeah. grew up here in Arlington. Um, yeah, which is just like New York City. Oh, totally. Exactly. Uh, no. I mean... <laughs> totally prepares yeah. you for right. the thing at home. If I grew up in Arlington, I would probably want to get out of Texas, too. Aw, sis. Don't be an <laughs> Arlington hater. <laughs> Your husband went to school down there. Yeah. yeah. How many times Where did he go to school? Pastor. UTA. U- UTA. Oh, okay. See, that's what I was thinking about. As I was thinking about like my story and how I ended up here, I was like, well, I was an AmeriCorps member um, at UTA after college. And I was like, why didn't I just, you know... Why couldn't I just have gotten my master's there? It was a great program oh, also. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but again, kind of doing what I do now and helping kids feel confident. It's like, well, what do you want to do? What's the thing you really want to do? Yeah. Um, my my father had just passed away and education was super important to him. Mm. Like the schools that we went to and how we did in school was very important to him. So I probably, in retrospect, did it sort of to feel closer to him yeah. or to honor him in yeah. some way. So, um, so at the time it was important. And... I also, I went because I got a scholarship. So I oh, learned the power nice. of asking. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they would have given me a scholarship, but somebody called me and said, so why aren't you signing up? And I said, well, you know, I'm going to be a social worker. I'm not sure that I should have this Ivy League bill. <laughs> <laughs> and so three days later, I got a scholarship. And I was like, okay, so now I just nice. know you just ask. Like, yes. Yeah. Does that I wish help I learned you now? That, I wish I learned that a lot. I feel like I have to relearn it. Like, I, I always forget. Because it's sort of subconscious that we particularly as women, just it's better to be polite and not ask, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess I finally learned, like, you can be polite and also ask. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's absolutely right. So how long till you got back here to Texas? Oh, man. Um, well, I stayed on the East Coast for 12 years. Nice. Yes. And, of course, you know, there's a boy involved also, right? There's always a hairy-legged <laughs> boy somewhere in the story. <laughs> right. Did so he show up before or after before, while you were in school? Oh. Before. So we started dating right after college. And I wanted to go to California, and wow. he like moved to New York with a suitcase and a hundred dollars, and I was nice. like, well, maybe I'll I apply. Love that story. <laughs> that's I love yeah, that's a whole other story. It. Yeah, um, maybe I'll apply to some schools on the East Coast, and then Philly was good because it gave me my own space, gave yeah. me two years to myself. I was like, well, I'll be close, and then we can see where it goes. And, yeah, um, just train right away. Yeah, so it was going well. So then I moved to New York, um, and ten ten years later, and a baby later, I finally came home. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. So fun. And now you're doing and now you're doing this. All right, so I, yes. I, I cut you off on, no, it's on okay. the on the five on the five things. Oh right. Okay, so one of them is growth mindset. Growth mindset, I'm in on that. Yeah. Yes. Um another is just letting your kids do their own work and fail. And that's really hard in today's Oh <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's so super hard. Do you know how many super hard for dad me too. has done for me? Stop it. <laughs> he has written almost all hey. of my papers <laughs> for me. Now, and then when I got to college, you and she's he gonna literally call and said, ask for part of that no, back. he literally said, okay. when I went to college, he's like, I'm not writing any of your papers. <laughs> You're on your own. And oh, I, no. my heart sank. I was like, what? Wait. I'm going to fail. No. She didn't fail, by I the way. I didn't fail, I know, obviously. She didn't, she didn't fail. But, yeah. Okay, so. I'm, I'm going to have to remember the five. Gosh, I wrote this a while ago. I'm like, oh, this is good. You put me on the spot. What I know. The five? Well, um, <laughs> I'm in the process right now of doing some teaching inside our organization. And anytime I teach inside our organization, it normally gets taught on a broader scale mm-hmm. uh, frequently. But the conversation right now is around resilience and grit Mm. and what I'm learning as I'm doing my research on resilience is that uh, younger generations and even older generations to a degree we don't have the resilience because we haven't been allowed to fail Mm -hmm. and that we actually build that resilience to to push through setbacks right Um, and and the term I use is bouncing through um, a setback because because we have resilience but but when and what has happened is parents we've become enablers oh for yeah, sure yeah what are your thoughts on giving kids trophies just for participating um me or your dad no. <laughs> oh she knows my thoughts on it she's asking the educated oh expert yeah um you. i have conflicted feelings about it because yeah. as a parent i'm like oh i really want i mean encouragement you, yeah. There's, there's that fine line. Well, like, so, okay, so my oldest daughter just had this little graduation from her kindergarten. And mm-hmm. the youngest is also leaving that school, but she's not old enough to graduate. Yeah. She was like, 
I want a book and a lollipop oh. too. Oh. And I was like, well, gosh, I mean, maybe she should get a lollipop. Ah. And I was like, but she didn't. She hasn't. She, she hasn't been there anything. for three years. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I was like, okay. So I haven't ordered it yet. So I'm not. I haven't ordered the lollipop. But hopefully, I can hold tight and not give her could the lollipop. Could be a, yeah. Could be for something different. But yeah. in in your context, do your own work is do your own work and and it's okay to skin your knee. For sure. I mean. Particularly as a teacher, you do not know what your students need to know if all of their work comes back and someone did it, right? So, like, yeah, I, I can't help true. you. There, there is this great book called The Gift of Failure. Yes. Um, Jessica Leahy, I think. Um, and she talks so much about, like, she looks down, she looks I, down I at like her that. own child and her own child's almost, like, seven or eight and doesn't know how to tie his own shoes. And she's like, oh, What's wow. Like, but see, that happens now because we just do all of these things for them. And okay, I'm, I'm going to put this in the show notes. So <laughs> call it, say it again. The, um, the, the gift, gift of, of failure. The gift of failure? Yes. Okay, the gift of failure. Okay, so. And then the other one we talked about is mindset. Yeah. Okay, so, I, but I've got to ask a question here. Um it seems as if the education system is designed for not allowing people to fail because you're judged and almost shamed yeah. if you don't. Right. So in other words, I was the kid, I was the gift of failure growing up. Right. I, and I joke about it all the time. I was the kid that allowed the, the top half to exist. Mm. Somebody had to be that half, right? <laughs> and so the, the top curve. half, yeah, that's right. So the top half stood on my shoulders because yeah. I was not the top half. Uh, but I, I went through years and years and years and years of shame of realizing, okay, I am a failure because I failed. And sometimes I feel the education system, and I see this in our students that come in mm-hmm. out of college, mm-hmm. There's the the anxiety. They are so wound so tight right. that, I mean, can we be doing a better job in allowing our kids to fail? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I think that takes just like, you know, it takes us just doing it. it takes but if like, we do it at home and then they go to school. I know. And so uh, one of the things I do, I think I put it in that document, is I said, have a conversation with your child's teacher. Like if your child is making a C because you are the only parent in the class letting them do their homework. Yeah, right, right. Like that's not fair. You're getting punished right. for doing the right thing. So go have a conversation oh, and say, brilliant. listen, like, is there any way this homework could not count towards the grade because I really want this to be a teaching opportunity for yeah, them and right. then maybe we help them prepare for the test and whatever however they do on the test that's a great I mean just work with them I feel like we so often take these systems that have been created and be like okay well um, I guess we have to to deal you know right, and right. I don't I'm not saying like go above and and say well you know I'm going to change the system but just ask questions and because it is it's true it's not fair for your child to completely fail when you're the only parent who's really helping them learn um but it, it's worth a conversation i think so growth mindset mm-hmm. um allow them to allow them to do their own work or allow them to fail mm-hmm. which i think builds resilience mm-hmm. right um which they're going to need at some point in time what would be another one okay i'm gonna have to remember all these um i think you have them right there don't you oh do you have them um, well one of them is just really understanding what your child needs so one of the things i put into this online course is helping parents. I think what I hear from parents all the time is just tell me what to do and I'll do it. You know, like parents really want to help their kids for sure. Um, (laughs) and and I mean, but if they're, if their child's struggling with reading, they're like, well, tell me what to do. I don't know. I don't know the phonics sequence. I don't remember, you know, how you teach this. Um, so I think, I think understanding your child's curriculum and particularly the phonics sequence. And I remember the first time I ever sat in a phonics special class Mm, mm -hmm. that my parents put me in because I couldn't read right and I got diverted into the special phonics class I really just liked phonics I know it didn't make sense to me right I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't see the things well you know there's this um I'm just gonna like nerd out now come on I love this (laughs) there's this neuroscientist woman named Marianne Wolf who says um so she studies reading and she says that our brains were never designed to read in the first place. So, what? like, because, you know, we created what? the alphabet right. and we symbols. Did. And so, like, basically we had to, I mean, some people don't believe her theory, but um, her theory All is, the like, we had to train it. our brains. Exactly. <laughs> we had to train our brains to use this part of the brain that, like, remembers things like faces. And then we had to train it to remember a symbol and a sound and put it together. So, you know, 
we have to figure out how kids learn best and typically dyslexic, dyslexic children are accessing other parts of their brain and right. we just have to retrain it. So to your point, that totally stinks and I wish that, but see, I think that a lot of teachers, like, a, like the program that you went through um, was probably the proper way to teach reading and if we could just get that into more classrooms and make it more fun than everybody What's it going to take to do that? Um, Big oh time reform. They changed math, yeah. so yeah. we can get there. Yeah. I think more teacher education. Um, can I just yeah, say it's I'm like glad something that you're like on the forefront of weird. that? Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you remember another one? Um, another one. So let's see. I've done three now. What do you have? Do you have it? I'm looking. Okay. Well, just yeah. it doesn't even have to be on the list. But what else? What else would you recommend for confidence? Confidence. Um, so I love letting this idea of re- resilience and letting them fail. I love this growth mindset. I don't know. Unpack growth mindset. Just okay. One second. Okay. Um, so I t- I taught a study skills class this last year um, to middle schoolers, and they I think I already said that. Um, I taught them how to set goals. So this might be on I this like might that. be on the list. But <laughs> Dad's thing. Oh, man. <laughs> goals. Like, goals. Wait a minute. Hold on. What? Yeah. Well, they're all like <laughs> all, <laughs> all the kids are like, uh, I'm gonna make straight A's. I'm like, Well, okay, did you make straight A's last last semester? Like I'm not trying to squash your dreams, but yeah. where are you at? Let's meet you where you are. And they're like, Well, I really wanna make straight A's. I'm like, I know you do. So like let's get one more A this trimester and next trimester maybe you'll have all A's. Um. I'm super (laughs) glad that we're talking about goals because I was talking to someone um, Amanda and she's like I'm filling out this form and I can't decide if I should be more realistic with my goals or just like go for like over the top goals. (laughs) And I was like I don't know it's so hard because if you go over the top then you're kind of are you setting yourself up for failure but then if you're like more realistic and then like you hit that then it's not as like it's tricky. It's tricky. Yeah. So I was like, I'll just ask dad on Saturday. <laughs> oh, good. Listen to the so podcast. So what do you think? I know, because that is tricky when you explained it in that way. Like, I don't want to squash their dreams. I yeah. just, I say, hey, look, when I'm setting a goal, you know, I'm not a runner, so I cannot go run a marathon next month. Yeah. But maybe I could run a 5K in two months. Um, I don't know. What do you think as a goal setter? <laughs> yeah, so they, they need to be... Well, I know you got it. I know you. I know what you're going to say. They have to be measurable. <laughs> no, oh yeah, we taught that. S- we right. taught smart goals. S M A R T. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> right. They got to be measurable. But, they, but when they also need to have a, an element of realisticness, mm-hmm. they need to be realistic and allow you to achieve and gain something for that. So. Uh, but like, should it be like smaller goals for a bigger goal, or should you just be yes. like bigger goal? Bite size. Look, I told you this when. Okay, so if you go way back in the conversations that we've had, mm-hmm. we're having breakfast one morning, and she's like, "Dad, I'm overwhelmed." I said, "Why are you overwhelmed?" Mm. She says, "I have ten things on my list to do, and I can't get anything done. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I never get anything done." Mm-hmm. And then I said, "Well, let's talk about your day today. Tell me what you did." And in talking through her day, what she realized is she did a lot, but her list didn't shrink. So what I did, and this goes back to the theory of small bites. It's the principle of small bites. You set small goals. Amanda called it um, productive procrastination. It's like we procrastinated, and it was all (laughs) productive work, but it wasn't the work that needed to be done. Mm. But it's small bites. So what I told her, I said, sis, write down three things. Just three things. Write down the simplest things first. And then when you do one of those, scratch it off Mm -hmm. the list. And then when you do all three of those things, crumble it up, throw it away on your desk so you can see it, and then write down three more things. Mm. And then at the end of the day, she's done 12 things. Right. And she's got proof right there that she did something. She did it. Often, it just requires... It just requires. But just we're talking a about goals. Bit. That is goals. It's look. But if like, you don't if you're filling simple, out a form and they're like, How, "What do you see yourself in five years?" Mm. I hate that question because I don't even know what I'm doing in. That's it. Five months. That's why I said you have to keep it simple. Okay, but so if you fill out, so if you you're having to fill out, <laughs> so if you're having to fill out a form and the question is, and you can't get around it, and the question is. Where do you see yourself in five years? How do you answer that question? Um, someplace not here. I mean, 
What, what do you want to say? You are such a smart person. Bertoot. Where do I see myself in five years? Someplace not here. <laughs> right? Okay, so this is the problem. Doing even something, in corporate. anything else but what I'm doing right now. Well, if I am, if I'm doing what I'm doing, that's fine. I just want to be doing it a little bit better than I'm doing it today. That's mm. what I told you about trying to overachieve from your look. Corporate is no different than school mm-hmm. in that every year we have this growth mindset, which I'm okay with a growth mindset. However, a growth mindset for the purpose of growth only, mm-hmm. you can miss you can miss the point because it can actually come back on you. In a business, if I am growing just to grow, I can grow quote unquote revenue and burn the place down in the process. Mm. I can piss off every customer I ever dealt with. I can run off all my people, but I can post up on the board. We grew by 20%. So growing for growth um, as an outcome, just for growth itself, not healthy always, Mm -hmm. right? So it has to be balanced. If I want to grow, that's fine, but I want to grow for a purpose, right? I want to grow. I want to grow on purpose. I want to be able to grow my people, my clients Mm -hmm. and my business, Mm -hmm. right? And so it's, uh, you know, growth is good. Don't get me wrong. Growth is good, but growth just for growth's sake can be harmful if you don't pay attention. Yeah. Right? Because, uh, and again, setting goals, where do I want to be in five years? Someplace I'm not right now, better than I am today. Uh, So wise. Well, but, (laughs) but look, if I, I, and I'll tell you right now, uh, 10 years ago, we started making the shift in corporate that everybody used to do five-year strategy plans. And That's so and dumb. today, it's more like three, and quite frankly, it's typically one because yeah. things are changing so quickly. Mm. Now, in some My cultures... My months are changing so quickly. In some cultures, in the Asia culture and in Japan, they actually sit down and make one 100-year plans. Oh, wow. That is just <laughs> stupid. But I'm, but I'm just telling you, that's, that's how they've been for, I don't know, 2000 years. And how many people actually hit Well, all they're all of those? dead. <laughs> they're all dead, but they pass these on and it's very tradition based. It's very and like, honor based. Do you have a responsibility to fulfill Thank whatever you. Oh, no, yes. I'm asking in that culture yes. do they so you have to fulfill what your parents set that's, out. That's exactly right. Okay. Two generations earlier. Wow. So what if what if you find that goal to be pointless Thank for your you. family. I'm, I'm just I'm That's why there's conflict in families <laughs> right. in these cultures now. Yes. Because 100 years ago when it was when that was the way, now 100 years later they're going, "No, you have to do this." It's like, "Really? I don't want to marry that person." Mm. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That seems kind of weird right now. But yeah. every uh, around the around the planet we deal with this in in different world cultures all the time, but when it comes to goal setting here, I'm a big fan of small bites that are realistic that you can build upon each and every day and see progress. And it goes back to growth mindset, mm-hmm. right? If, if I want to, if I want to make progress, then I just, just give me two or three things. Mm-hmm. Let me go accomplish those. And some people say, start with eat the frog first. Right. I heard that. I know it. And I don't know that I'm a fan of eat the frog mm. first, although no, I, I understand it. I need the fly. Yeah. What's the fly? <laughs> the oh, fly eat the, the fly. Easy, yeah. easy <laughs> the easiest thing. One. Well, in, yeah. in, in my mind, Gotta it find a builds momentum. Right. Yeah. And and and, and for kids, it's like, um, hey, look, if you want to if you want to be able to read, you know, a novel by the end of summer, hey, start with this short book. In my start with a picture book first. Well, picture <laughs> book or whatever, but start here and accomplish this and set that book over, and all of a sudden you look over and you've got. You've got five stacks. You've yes. got five books that you've accomplished. Yes. You go, wow, I've done something. But there's actually like a lot of controversy. So I got my first sort of not very nice email this week. Um, <laughs> that's okay. Um, we can talk more about You know, that. yeah, later. Okay. Yeah. Um, so she said, so I agree with what you said. So like give kids things that are sort of on their level. Um, don't take anything away from them. Right, like right. give them all the books they want, but then also say, "Hey, these Stick books." One in. Right. Yes. This one. This one I'm going to put around the house. That's yeah, the yeah, one yeah. that's going to actually help you get to the that's that right. novel that you want. So somebody. So I put leveled book lists on my blog, and I always say at the top, like, I know this is controversial, but I think it's all about how you communicate it to your child. Don't say like, "This is the level you're on, and you're uh, never," you know, uh, like it's going to take a lot of work to get. You can't get to the next level until you finish this level. This woman wrote me back and said, "I think what you're doing with leveled book lists is." 
damaging to children. Oh. And um, so I said, you know, I really try. I really try to do both. Like I, I try to balance it. I think that by only letting kids read whatever Why don't you they think want, it was damaging because it's sort of taking away their excitement about reading or making them feel less than if you say this is your level. And so at the top mm. of the blog post, I never say. I always say like don't tell them this is your yeah. level just make sure it's in your home and maybe right. read it tonight for story time and say oh look there's the short Isan that you're working on in right. school like just point it out um so anyway i responded and Which, i was like by the way every game they play mm-hmm. on on uh in, in any kind of gaming device mm-hmm. always it. has levels right it's the world they, they love it in. exactly it's leveling yeah, up. Leveling exactly up. i'm leveling so up. to so yeah so to teach them you know that you never all you're doing is gamifying reading right i always think about That's in genius. my 20s <laughs> so in my 20s i went to this like zumba class one day my friend was like hey let's go to the zumba class we didn't read the you know we walk right. in and it is so hard it is I never went back to Zumba. It was an advanced Zumba class. So I was like, I should have gone to the beginning. Right, right, right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would have been even, yeah. It is hard. So anyway, I just said, you know, it's the same thing. Like a a kid picks up a book that's way too hard. Maybe they're not going to want to read again. So anyway, so I I wrote her back and I said, look, you know, I, um, I really hope that I'm not damaging children. I try really hard not to. That's my whole but you're, right, meeting, right. you're meeting them at their level. Yes. And I said, so I try to work with parents yeah, and give them the resources <laughs> that they need. Um, but I'm happy to take you off my mailing list. And if you have a resource that you're describing, I'd be happy to share sure. it with people. And she didn't write me back. So uh, I thought, but it reminded me. As her son is overplaying, uh, <laughs> you know, some kind of video game. <laughs> Call of know. Duty. Well, she can level up. Can levels on those. I don't know. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Anyway, no, it reminded me. Um, have you watched like this Brene Brown yes, thing? I love yeah, Brown. yeah. So I've read all her books and saw her TED Talk, and I finally watched part of her Netflix thing last yeah. night. But it did remind me, sort of, of like, hey, if you're not like in the arena, like yep. helping, like if you don't have that product <laughs> that you disco- like My you favorite. described to me, yeah. um, and I can't share it with anybody, then I'm not gonna value your opinion that much. So it was good for me to to take it and say like, okay, that's not gonna bother me too much. I'm just good. gonna take you it's off. It's not the yeah. critic who good. counts. Or the strong man who tells the weak man that he stumbled. But the one who's in the arena. Yes. His face is covered with blood, sweat, and blood. Yep. It's one of my favorite quotes from Teddy Roosevelt. She's, I'm a big fan of hers. She's so great. Yeah, she is. She's What's a Texan. One? You can have her on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so wait. Of the Dad, five things. Hello. hello. Get her on. Yeah. <laughs> Just reach out. You know. She has her own neck. Right, like right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yes, hey, you never breakfast? know. <laughs> you never know. That's right. See? Maybe set, she loves chicks. Do we set that high goal or do we not set that high goal? So there are some things that you want to set um, and uh, who called them? Um, um, like, do I want to make a million goals. dollars or do I not? Because I don't think that that's going to be well, ever possible. Well, everybody needs a hairy, audacious goal. And I can't remember who called it that. I think it was Collins who came up with that term. Hmm. Everybody needs one of those audacious goals that you sit out there and go, yes, I'm going through. But you also need things that help you make progress as you go throughout the day. Because if you set this big, hairy, audacious goal out there, BHAG, that's what they're called, big, hairy, audacious goal. <laughs> and if you set this, and that's the only thing you're focused on, you will absolutely wear yourself out. Yeah. See, I people are like, oh, what are your goals? And I'm like, I... I, we talk about goals all at, we're, we're a big goal family um, and I mean I've been doing it ever since I was little, little. very very little on um, I remember like I had this goal like I'm saving up money for my first <laughs> laptop <laughs> she did and I did awesome yeah that is awesome um, and so it was a big deal I remember going to get that yeah. and everything yeah but a lot of I'm not trying to like toot my own horn or any of this but a lot of the things that you would think would be big audacious goals are just happening so yeah. I'm not I don't have the time to like put it on my whiteboard right. Right. I go out a whiteboard from my office by the way Sweet. so <laughs> legit I know um, and like okay this is my big old goal because of course, of someone, a big, audacious goal is to be like, yeah, I'm going to be on a TV so show. And then I was on a TV show, and I didn't even like <laughs> ask to be on the That's TV right. show. It just happened. Or I'm going to have three books. I didn't really ask to be like, yeah, I'm going to have three books when I get older. But yeah, you're it's not giving yourself happening. enough credit. I mean, it's you're putting yourself out there every day and yes. putting your work out there every day. And so I would say so for a lot of people, so hard for that's me a huge to be goal. Like, what is, this, what is a big, what audacious goal? What did I tell you goal? last year as far as your goals? Just be better than you were yesterday. Yes. Mm. No. 
It's not. It just has to be new. This has to be new. Not better. Well, that's true. Because <laughs> I'm always, I'm like, how am I supposed to top this? Right. Like, there's just no way. What's a goal that I can set for myself to top this when I didn't even really set that goal in the first place? Right. And so dad was just like, don't worry about that. As long as you're, as long as it's new, mm-hmm. you're good. Like, yeah, maybe oh, it doesn't relief. always have to be bigger. It's no. just yes. different. That's right. Right. different. It's different. Yeah. It's just, yes. just, just something new to you yes. that is challenging yes. in a way. Yeah. Yes. I, re- I heard somewhere recently this is. So those are how I set goals oh, from now on. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying. This year I, I have like a year of small goals. Like that's my, that. like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my great. year of small goals. Just getting small, small things done. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I heard somebody say recently like 10, 10, 10. Like, we're, like this decision right now, whatever it is. Where is it going to put you in 10 minutes, in 10 months, and then in 10 years? Oh. Hold on. Someone I don't on the remember said that. where I heard that. I love that. I heard it on something. 10, 10, 10. But so, like, maybe you don't always have to have goals. A, a podcaster guest has said this to us. Well, maybe that's where she heard or it. Or it was. I know. I was listening to your podcast yesterday. Maybe that is exactly where or I heard it. Or <laughs> it was during the flea style because you immediately was like, oh, my gosh, this is perfect. 10, 10, 10. Hmm. It was. Was it the sleep? Oh, We'll figure We're it out. Figure it. it out. Go back. Now but that, I have to listen to but all <laughs> sorry. 116 <laughs> podcasts this weekend. Someone has mentioned that, and I think it is brilliant of like, Two okay, minutes. what am I doing now Now yeah. that will affect where is this sweet tea going to put me? Yeah. Yes. 10 minutes. Asleep. Needing more Much sugar. Much better. Right. <laughs> no, awake. That's right. All right, finish right, your true. list. Oh, okay. Um, so a couple of other things. So we talked about growth mindset or process we talked about failing um giving them a strong foundation so kind of understanding giving them a strong foundation particularly in reading and in literacy even if that's understanding your own learning style Mm. um Mm. so a home environment Mm -hmm. i think is huge because particularly working with my middle schoolers this year just having like a clean organized space to do your work and to not you know, just like healthy habits, mm-hmm. like not going to bed with your oh, iPad. As wow. <laughs> so, there's this oh, huge. Whoops, I fail. <laughs> well, that is so good. Yeah. Um, and so, obviously, mm-hmm. a lot of kids have issues with this right now because we have so many distractions, and right. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so just helping a child figure out how to do a task and like home tasks and take care of your own homework and take care of your own things is huge in far, as far as helping them with their actual work. Um, and okay. then, it's so important. yeah. And so then the last one is focusing on your strengths. So like oh. really getting to oh. know your child. Oh. <laughs> Do you love it? Oh. Uh, we talk we about it all the time. And for parents, you know, parents, like, I guess empowering parents to say, it's okay to focus on what your child is really good at. Like yeah. maybe they're not the best soccer player on the team. I wish there were strengths for kids. Like strengths gallop. Strength finders for kids? For kids. I don't know. We I did. Think it's so cool. We did like a Myers Briggs for kids sort right. of thing in our study skills class. That would be super cool. I yeah. hope there is one. Well, that, that would, would make them feel so good too. Yeah, and then be like, yeah, I'm strong. <laughs> this is what you're so good at. Yeah. Yes. And then it would probably help parents too because they probably look at their your kids and are like, I don't know what they're good we at. We spend right. too like, much time. It would be so helpful. Yes. Kids. yes. Yes. So like, if your kid loves to move, then study your sight words doing hopscotch. You know, yes. like don't don't make them sit there and memorize them. Thank but you. but that's hard because you know. We tell them, oh, you're going to have to sit for eight hours, so yeah. get used and to like it. And, <laughs> like, my strengths were completely different than my brother's strengths, mm-hmm. but they, I don't think That's that... That's where we failed. Yeah, so... We tried to get everybody no. into the same learning style. Same strengths, and, and then I that's not... It. I missed it. You did miss it with Brennan. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's making he's up for it. He's back on track. I figured it out. He's back on track. Just um, a little late, now but we're getting like, <laughs> Now he's, like... No, it's, a, like it's hard. Blowing up. He's, he's That's in such awesome. Great yeah. Because right we That's found awesome. his strength. Yes. Right. Like, figured school out. wasn't for him. Mm-hmm. They went, we tried to get him in oh, multiple different... Oh, he times in school. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, this is not it. So we finally found, like, a program that mm-hmm. Tactile music program. Awesome. That he is just exploding in. That's amazing. Yes, he's More about that later, but I think Strengths for Kids would be so... We talk about it all the time that I feel like high school needs to make it a requirement Mm -hmm. that before you go to college you have to take strength finders or some type of strength things. I would have gone to school and done my degree completely different. Yeah. Well, that's what I was like saying at the beginning is when I didn't really feel like such a confident learner, but then I Mm -hmm. went to college and well, first of all, I could, 
I took a study skills class like my first semester and I was like, oh, I just need to study in this way and I'm going to take all these classes in this way and these classes appeal to me the most and then I just felt so much better. Like, yes, so So had I learned that earlier. So I spoke to a group of eighth grade boys a couple weeks ago and I'll have an opportunity this year to, I don't know, speak 20, 25 times around the globe. But probably one of the most important ones that I've done so far was eighth grade boys in Frisco. 103 boys. It was the on the weekend. Mm-hmm. It was the Boys to Men um, conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were there for a whole day. I was the keynote speaker, getting ready for high school. And yeah, we talked about it last podcast. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I told them exactly that. I said, um, find your strength and lean into it. And we actually took time, and I, I told them just tell, talk to the person next to him and tell them one thing you're really, really good at. And the conversation was amazing. That's so great. Amazing. Yes. And I said, okay, focus on that. Mm-hmm. Focus on that. I mean, it was like I handed out gold brick bars or Chick-fil-A sandwiches, <laughs> which are both, <laughs> both the same, which yeah. we did earlier that day. All right, this has been absolutely crazy cool. You've got to come back and spend some more time with us because oh, for I sure. just want to dig Thank into you. all of this. Thank you. You're right. Do. It went by so fast. I yeah, we got to do we all have the. To do, we have to do high lows. Okay. Yep. Can I just say I love high low? We do it with our kids at dinner. Yes. I love it. It's so fun. Well, guess yeah. what? There's an app coming. Oh, nice. There cool. Is. You're still in my house. So you can record it? Oh, like I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay high go. Low says go. go. <laughs> well, I haven't seen you in two weeks. I know. So it's been like two weeks full of high low. I went to the beach. Experienced my Fun. first thing of bed bugs. <gasps> Horrible. Horrible. In a hotel? Or yeah, no. Airbnb. Oh. Airbnb. Okay. Horrible. Not a good, no. not a good rating. They switched our rooms, <laughs> but it was great. I was like, so what is um, my hush money? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were nice. Um, that was horrible. That was a low. Um, had fun on the beach. Came back. I surprisingly wasn't too like overwhelmed. I had a ton, like I have like a planner mm-hmm. and split all of my days. So like I have all my whole list on one side mm-hmm. and then I'm like, okay, that's too overwhelming. And I like, split them separately, like how dad does mm-hmm. or tells me into like days, got it all done. I was like, wow, I'm an adult. <laughs> got all my stuff done. Adulting Adulting, large. yes. Um, but really big things happened my coloring book is now going off to so the printer cool. is it an adult coloring book or a kid's coloring book it, okay yes both. Both. yes and yes okay great so i hate adult coloring books uh-huh. i they're a little tricky they <laughs> are so hard they give me anxiety mm-hmm. when i look at it i open up i was like nope so glad you not doing that. And everybody says they're supposed to be relaxing yeah i'm like yeah. how do you look at that <laughs> and think relaxing I have, I have there's something like oh you I have like to focus doing on it with all. my kids on like yes. like mickey mouse that's yeah. Yeah. so there's like a few pages that's more like a little bit difficult but you could totally just like color wash it and it mm-hmm. would still like look cool but then there's also like really simple ones that kids i mean i feel like anyone can it's a good mix mm-hmm. of like I don't want it to be too easy because I don't want it to feel like it's a kid coloring book, but then I don't want it to feel like those crazy adult coloring books like that is not like, mm-hmm. I even wrote it in this. I'm like, this is not a, a coloring book for stress. Here's a practice page. Yeah. Like trying to just be fun. That's fun. so fun. I'm so excited. There's like so a that special twist. Soon. Yes, that okay. will come out in September. Oh, fun. Right? Super so back excited. to school. We can yes. get that. Okay, so fun. <laughs> Super excited about that. Um, then I finally met with our app guy. We've been talking about doing an app for a while now, since mm-hmm. the beginning of the year. I think that's kind of been like our big goal. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing research. It's hella expensive mm. on some of these places, like trying to go through like an agency. Um, and we found a professor. Awesome. And he's going to work, like, it's going to be a part of the summer internship program that Mm -hmm. he's working on, which is so cool. We think that a summer intern that is also a psychology major is going to help on it, which Mm -hmm. would be sweet. So sweet. So super excited. App 
I am officially going to say that it's 100% going to happen. Yay. <laughs> I'm so, so excited yeah, about it. Yeah. That's some big high lows. And I'm designing it, which is going to be awesome. Yeah. Even more awesome. Because I don't think I would have been able to design it if we worked with like a... Artist, muralist, author, right. yeah. app, or... App so designer. cool. Like adding that to your resume. Adding it to it. So, so cool. I am super, super excited about that. That's, awesome. um, that's probably the high. That was probably the highest high. Pretty low. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I like checking like everything to like, I'm like, these are bug- I still feel itchy. Ugh. Yeah. It's just like so gross. I'm like <laughs> checking everything, spraying everything with alcohol. Like, I'm just like, oh, I don't want to. My suitcase, both of our suitcases have been outside yeah. in trash cans for like 48 hours. I'm like, I'm not bringing that Hose inside. That down. Yeah. Hold it down. Hot water. I think I think that was like the only low. Um, I wasn't. I was very very productive when I got all my stuff done, but I literally did not leave. Like when I work at home, I typically will work in bed. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I didn't leave the bed for probably three days straight. Oh man. So there's like that counterbalance of I got everything done and I Mm -hmm. feel really great and accomplished, but then I like look at the week. I'm like. Wow, I probably could have gone to lunch with a friend <laughs> or hung out by the pool. Right. So, but now that I'm like feel caught up and nice and in a good spot, then like the rest of summer is just gonna be awesome. just great. Because if I wouldn't have gotten caught up, I would have constantly felt like this, right. like oh, I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to yes. do this. Yes. So I just needed those three days of knock it out. Yeah. Get it done. Happen. Get it done. All right. High, low. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hi. Um, okay. I'm just going with what first comes to mind. So, um, personally, my kids had ballet, a ballet recital together, and it was nice. super cute. Yeah. I don't think they'll ever be in the same class again together. So, they saw us, and the youngest was like, look, there's mom and dad. There's mom and dad. There's mom and dad. <laughs> and the whole, like, ballet line's trying to get on stage, and the oldest is like, go, go. And she's like, but look, there's mom and dad. It was super cute, super sweet. So, that was a high um, I think getting my course done that I've been talking about forever and just putting it out there is a h- huge high that for me. That is a huge high. Yeah. We definitely know how much yes. time that goes in. So just it's so awesome. Just put it out how there. How can people find that? It'll be on my website. So writtenandbound.com. Cool. We'll yeah. When will, it go, when will it be officially live? This, like tomorrow. <gasps> Yay. Yay. <laughs> when does this go live? Maybe not. In Today. Okay. Today well, we're like hoping. One o'clock. My okay. computer died, so we're having to upload it on mom's computer. Oh so no. we're hoping by one o'clock. Okay. Well, maybe I'll go home and put it up right now. There you um, go. Okay. So that was a huge high, low. Um, gosh, I don't know. I mentioned the the, the email. Yeah. That yeah. Is, but that was kind of a high one. because I felt like I was glad Most I handled lows, it okay. That's the point of high, low, I think. Yeah. Is that even when we... Oh, I did have a. When I did we have come to the low. Sometimes it's not as low as often we think, but it's good to be reminded. Well, I felt good that I think in the past that would have like stopped me and been yeah. like, "Oh man, what am I doing? I am damaging kids." And no, I was like, you're no, not. I'm no, not damaging it's kids. Like your whole right. purpose of not. Right, <laughs> right. But I trusted myself, so good that was good. I, yeah. I see. I feel like more people need that like trust in themselves. I had one of those moments. It takes this week practice. Too. Yeah. Shit it low. does take <laughs> practice. Like. I posted something that um, could have swinged either way, swung, swung either way We're still learning of, English language. Sh- of um, political-ish. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's art, so you can right. take, it, it take it how you want it. It was neutral. I was trying to make it as neutral as possible, mm-hmm. but there are people, yeah. and Dad, t- Dad has, has been trying to warn me from very, very early beginning stages of this business he's like the more you grow the more people are you're mm-hmm. gonna be in mm-hmm. contact with and the more people you're going to come across of not being nice right um and at all i don't know if you're in the room or not but tara from red and happy yes she was like i thought about this yes she's like your vibe, vibe. attracts your tribe she has never ever ever had a horrible comment so awesome or i'm just like yes i like that's my goal so right. i try very it's something it's not something that i have to try hard but it's just like i'm trying to be very cautious of that mm-hmm. um and i typically don't ever get any horrible mm-hmm. comments either and probably you for your like email that's probably very just that's the first very time one yeah. yeah yeah so when it happens you're like oh my gosh but was my vibe not like happy like why are these people 
having mean comments and I was literally in the comment talking about how much love is going around and it's so overwhelming Mm -hmm. but then there are people out there that were just mean I Mm -hmm. edited that post I kid you not probably five times oh wow to make it before you posted it yeah no after after. I posted it because I thought that it was neutral and then someone would I deleted so many comments Mm -hmm. that were negative negative. I was like nope I'm not even gonna respond to that I'm just Mm -hmm. gonna delete it um and so I but then when I deleted it I was like okay maybe I need to change my wording so I changed my wording thought that it was neutral and right. then someone else comes back and she and they're right. like well you blah 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 so i like, overthink oh. everything i completely get i was that. like i'm just trying to be like and you can't nice. please everyone that's no. what i'm oh. trying to learn that's yeah right. <laughs> that's right. you're you're not here to please everyone the like you taught me that at the round table yes. that i took from you it's like yes. you do what you're best at yes Position, and, you and you weren't being negative like I you wasn't were being negative. i was right. like I'm, we're, I'm literally talking about share the love here people and none of y'all are Wanting sharing share the love that. not everybody's like, ready this, for love how is this <laughs> right. i don't know that's, right. that's them not you well there's some yeah. wounded people yeah and there are people that have wounds and yes. we don't know any of right their journey. we have we to don't give them the people and we have to give them the benefit of the doubt because hopefully they'll get come off as haters but typically and most often they're wounded Right. And we don't know their story. We it don't was know just their so wound. hard. I, I lost so many followers that day. Yeah. And Sorry. so I know it was all right. But at the moment, I was like, I pro- I had one of those. I didn't trust myself. And mm-hmm. I was like, what am I doing? I can't believe I did this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to delete it because I'm super, like, OCD about my grid. So I was like, I can't delete it because yeah. my <laughs> grid will be off. Yeah. And so it's just like, I'm like, oh, it was just so bad. But you did it. You put yourself out there. Yeah. You learned from it. I learned. I was like, I'm never going to touch anywhere near any political thing ever again. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. It's not worth the emotions. It's not what my feed is there for. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not using an Alley K design Mm -hmm. as a platform to speak about that. And a lot of people probably look down upon that like oh you should use your platform blah blah it's just it's not my purpose and it's not and because then i have like tug of wars with myself all the time of well if you're silent then you're Mm -hmm. not supportive and then if you say something it's just a weird thing so i'm just i'm just gonna stay out of it so we have an idea before we run out of time because we've been talking for an hour (laughs) but we have an idea we want to run by you okay so Allie and I talked about this right right before you walked up. We're we're thinking about writing a children's book. Awesome. That, it's Dad's idea. That <laughs> that um, so is fun. about flowers. Yes. And how they're not perfect. Mm-hmm. And how when they all come together the beauty they make. Oh my gosh, I love it. What do you think of that I idea? I love it. It's beautiful. Dad's literally there. He's like, you know, you should just write a book that is this and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh okay. yeah. No, it's beautiful. I love that. Man, kids today so put though? so much pressure on themselves. I know. Yes. I and know. perfectionism is like, I mean, yeah, I deal with it. But all the time. Yeah. But kids today have like, you know, we have social media. Mm-hmm. They're comparing mm-hmm. themselves to everybody, everything. They can everything. make apps. They can make yeah. them look perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, do I it. I think that sounds like, like a beautiful that idea. Those other kids are perfect, but then they're probably yeah. using all these apps. But it's a story. it would be a story about different flowers coming together. I love it. And realizing they're not perfect. Yeah. It's the whole yeah yeah and and when they do come together it creates massive beauty either individually i mean um a single daisy is as beautiful as a bouquet Mm -hmm. of wildflowers right so we're so you think think that would oh i would love it i would buy it yes i would read that to my kids for sure okay (laughs) we may actually let me know what it's out consulting help okay on children's tests some tests all right yeah on some on on children's literature so it has been, I, I got to tell you, I am just stinking giddy <laughs> with having you on. You're going this to have to come fun. back and Thank spend you so much. time with us. Yes, I, know. I, I would love to. I want to crawl back in your brain and just learn more. <laughs> There's thanks. so much to learn. Oh, thanks. And, you know, Good. while we've been talking about um, confidence in our kids, everything I heard you say applied to me, too. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, I feel like you, like you, what is the term? those who can't do teach like I'm teaching for myself yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything I teach I s- is based yeah. on what I need to learn the I most say right that all the time people ask me why do you write and I say to remind myself right yeah, yeah we don't fully absorb it until we teach them yes else. yeah yeah 
So before we go, the audible uh, to my new book is is done and approved. I read the intro myself. You spoke the intro. I spoke the intro myself. I read it yeah. out into a microphone. Yeah. And it's going to be on the audible. <laughs> um, that should be out in June. It's Super. not his podcast voice, y'all. It's his <laughs> 5 a.m. voice. So what? when it's you total when you listen voice. to it, be like, who is this person? I was like, this is not you. It's like, yep, this is my 5 a.m. voice. I like, oh, I've never heard of this. I've never heard the 5 a.m. voice. You've never heard the 5 a.m. voice. Trust me, she's never heard You're the 5 a.m. voice, right? Uh, unless she was up the night before. So this has been a true joy. Thank you. Me. Thank you. It's been so much fun for me, too. You are I would love to come back. Amazing. Oh, thanks so much. You guys are amazing. Well, yeah, I listened to just so a, many of your podcasts. I learned yeah. a lot. Um, all right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sis, we got to roll. Anything else, Dad? Hey, you're not supposed to ask that question. I have not asked that question in the last six podcasts. I know. Uh, you've done such a good job. Here comes well, the shame. Now, now you're doing it. It just felt like it was needed. The thing to say. Anything yeah. else? We gotta go. Love you, sis. Okay. Love you too, Papa Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Bye.